Ah, uh, good morning, everybody. I'm back. I'm feeling good again. Do you know when you're ill and then you get back to feeling healthy and you think, oh my God, I feel so much better now. And you are so appreciative of just being able to do normal stuff. That's how I feel right now. Um, but yeah, happy days. Welcome back to me. <laughs> I'm back. So I want to just remind you guys of um, just maybe some research on rapid weight loss versus slow weight loss. I'm going to show you the studies on this and uh, to just remind you you're on the right path. Okay, just to, it's a big reminder. We might be like, I wish I lost more weight. And, you know, we, we have to also work from facts, guys. Please be please be people that start working from facts and not like, you know, subjective things. Because um, so I can't remember who, who said the comment, but I think it was Louise Chambers, maybe. Uh, hello, Louise. <laughs> You're saying in your post that you didn't know if you, you lost much weight or whatever. Then when you actually looked at it, you would lost like two kgs in three or four weeks and you would drown like a 1.5 inches in the waist and two inches in the hips and like when you actually see those facts you go wow that's that's change and on top of the other things like mindset and, and you know and all this stuff we have to make sure we're very objective with the data it says in tiny habits it's not this is this is a necessity for long-term change to be objective with our own data not to look at it from our own experiences and perception because we're going to always hate ourselves we just it's a natural condition to be like very down on ourselves how how would you speak to your mate if you saw your friend's data how, how, how would you react to it same how you should react to yours and if you haven't lost any weight yet do you feel better do you feel healthier do you feel like your body's in better shape because a lot of the fat loss starts from the inside first, around the organs, and then you start losing weight outwards, but then it starts as well from a head to toe. Kind of, look from your head down. So your face will start getting lean on all that. Remember this. You know, it's gonna take time. But what happens is, and I don't know why, you know, ask God or whatever there is, but we wake up one day and we go, Whoa, I have changed. I do look different. And you I don't know when that day is, but it's coming. It's coming as long as you stick to it. And I'm telling you, you go, wow, I feel different. But you know what happens on those days? And you'll all admit this. If you have you have those days, you wake up, you go on the scales, you light, you look in the mirror, you go, whoa, yeah, I'm definitely looking leaner. What do you do that day? You put your foot off the gas. You go, oh, I'll, you slack. And not just slack in terms of it's fine to eat foods and enjoy an Oreo ice cream or whatever. But what you tend to do is you tend to go overboard and then actually go way over your your maintenance and you just eat and drink and you know and there's a book on this called the art of uh, the war of art and it's, it's called like resistance it's like this internal resistance we have that kind of does a counter-attack on us the moment we're nearly crossing that line to make progress real physical progress that we can see we somehow self-sabotage or we do it to ourselves so it's to me aware of those days the days are coming but please you keep going as you go on same same thing don't let it uh don't let it derail you. So let's have a good study. Let me shut up for a second and get on with this study. The first thing to notice, and I probably don't have to mention it, but the popular the popularity of obesity is well. The obesity is increasing. Um, thirteen percent of adults worldwide are obese, and thirty nine percent overweight. Uh, the risk of obesity, metabolic diseases, you know, a lot of stuff. If you're obese, there's a lot of health risks. And there's like some data now coming out that you can be overweight, but as long as you're doing healthy habits like walking and all this stuff, then massively reduces it. But overweight obesity in itself is a risk factor. That's fine. We get that slowly. We, we, we get it off slowly. That's the way to go, right? Now, 
with this in mind, obviously, you look at the NHS, they, they push on to Slimming World and stuff like this, and they want you to lose weight fast and all this stuff. And actually, I'd say yo-yo dieting is, is as bad as smoking. If you look at the stats of yo-yo dieting, ruthless on the body, ruthless on the mind. Probably worse than smoking, I don't know. Can I say that? I don't know, but it's up there. Um, the purpose of this study um, was to see... You know what rapid versus slow what is what what's the difference so in a classification of diets based on calorie restrictions and speed of weight loss diets have been divided into rabbit rap rapid rap rapid moderate and slow weight loss many studies recommend gradual weight loss for obese patients many people would like to lose their excess weight in the shortest time though so based on many studies slow weight loss has a significant difference from rapid weight loss the review studies showed that the metabolic differences between the two types of diets are still unclear. Therefore, the clinical trial study aimed to evaluate the effects of the two protocols on weight loss in obese and overweight people. So the experiment was, is a clinical trial was conducted on 42 obese and overweight individuals. The inclusion criteria were lack of physical activity, no smoking, no alcohol, no usage of herbal supplements and vitamins, and lack of weight changes in the last six months. So 42 participants, 26 female, 16 male. Do not like about these studies now, there's a lot of mix, not just males. Average age, 36 years old, average height, 163 centimeters, average BMI, 33, average body fat percentage, 41. The exclusion criteria included pregnancy, breastfeeding, use of drugs that affect metabolism, lipid and glycemic profile, eating disorder, diabetes, cardiovascular disease, kidney problems, thyroid, digestive, respiratory diseases, and cancer. Participants consuming more than 300 milligrams of caffeine daily were also not included. That's probably two or three strong cups because caffeine is uh, can, in a sense, um, help with fat loss, actually. A lot of research behind it. Anyway, the participants were randomly divided into rapid and slow weight loss groups. Rapid weight loss and slow weight loss groups based on the loss on the lost weight, at least 5%, were defined over a period of 5 weeks and 15 weeks. The prescribed calorie-restricted diet contained 15% protein, low, 30% to 35% fat, and 50% to 55% carbs on average. So the slow weight loss group were in a 500 to 750 calorie deficit, which is guys where you're on. So lose 5% of body weight in 15 weeks. The rapid weight loss group were in a 1,000 to 1,500 calorie deficit, which meant they lost 5% of their body weight, same as the slow, but in five weeks, so three times faster. Are you with me? 500 calorie deficit versus basically 1,500 calorie deficit. In general, the meal plans include three main meals, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and three snacks, mid-morning, mid-afternoon, and bedtime, and low saturated and trans fats, um, and added sugars, okay? So the low-calorie diets produced an energy deficit of 500 for slow weight loss, okay? That's what we got you on, guys, just to let you know. So here's the results. Of the 42 participants assigned to the trial, 36 subjects completed the study, 18 subjects in the slow and 18 in the rapid, okay? Waste circumference and hip circumference in the slow weight loss group had a significant reduction compared to the rapid weight loss group. A significant reduction in fat mass and body fat percentage was observed more in the slow weight loss group compared to the rapid weight loss group. Okay, so the rapid weight loss group, they did lose on the waist and hips, of course, right? So did the slow. 
but slow was better in this regard. Um, a fat mass before and after, so we're looking at, let's have a look, yeah, slow, so slow was improved, was beneficial, well, slow was superior there. There's significant reduction in weight as well, lean body mass, like muscle mass basically, and fat free mass, total body water and resting metabolic rate was seen in the rapid weight loss group compared to the slow. So the rapid weight loss group lost more of everything in terms of weight, lean body mass, fat-free mass, total water, and the base metabolic rate, right? So they lost more, but more muscle as well. So it seems the effect of slow weight loss is in maintaining body water and lean body mass, right, was more significant and better than rapid weight loss, right? So in 2012, there was a study on obese postmenopausal women and this showed the same, slow weight loss is better in this regard. So the results of this study showed that slow weight loss caused more fat mass reduction and less muscle loss. This is a very important point to understand. Okay, so both protocols led to weight loss, right? Because they were in deficits, right? Both improved lowering bad cholesterol, improving insulin resistance and stuff like that. But the conclusion of this was rapid weight loss was more effective in losing total weight. However, body composition was more favorable in slow weight loss. We don't just want to lose weight, guys. The same as like when I tell you like you might lose three pounds tomorrow. It's going to be water retention. The worst thing about fast weight loss is you lose more weight, but a, a bigger percentage of it is from your muscle because it's such, an, it's such a, a rapid, extreme way to go, right? So... It doesn't matter actually if you lose more weight, if you're losing more muscle at the same time, your body fat percentage isn't going down as well as a low fat loss. So when you go low fat loss, uh, slow fat loss, you lose more fat, you maintain more muscle, so your body composition improves. So when you go faster, there's no real benefit if we understand we are after fat loss and not weight loss. Weight loss will come with fat loss, of course, but total weight is so, uh, there's so much things, there's like mental cycle, water, if you're training on strength training, you're doing, you're, you're progressing, you're going to be adding some muscle mass, you're going to be adding more water to the muscles, it's going to, the, your total weight is going to go down slower, right, but if we were to peel off the water retention, your fat loss would be superior, and your body percent, your body composition would be improving way better versus fast fast weight loss, right? And also, rapid weight loss is a massive risk factor for weight regain, is, so yo-yo dieting. Um, obviously, this is not a huge study, but it's just, just, to re, just to reconfirm to you guys that what you're doing is absolutely the best method, the safest method, the most beneficial everything that you can do for your own body and health. You're gonna look after your mindset. You're in a moderate, slow deficit. You're not extreme deficit, we don't believe in it. Let the weight come off as it does. 500 calorie deficit is manageable. Not only that, you're gonna lose more fat and keep hold or gain muscle versus going more extreme. So when you try and go faster, you actually go slower. It's kind of like when you're like driving in traffic and you like wanna get somewhere rushing and then you rush and then you crash a car because you're trying to rush and you to make a mistake crash. It's kind of like you see it that way, but then we're just chilling, cruise control, 
boom, tunes on, we're loving life. You know when Radio Gaga's going on? You know, Turtle Radio, Radio Gaga sing, Radio Gaga. So, yeah, I just want to reaffirm it because I think this time of the challenge, we're like 43, 44% through now. So we still got more than halfway to go. People are like, oh, is this, the, is this the way? Is this the way I went faster? It is the way. If you really, really, if you really are about looking after your own body, self-care, self-love, all that stuff, if you really care about yourself, you will stick to this path. Okay? And that's really it. You stick to this path, you work on your mind, you work on exercise, you work on community, you work on learning, you work on smiling, like right now, you work on building tiny habits, letting them grow into amazing flowers. You know, you're working yourself, and it's amazing what can happen in a few short weeks. Imagine 10 weeks. Imagine doing this for the rest of your life. And that's it. That's it. We do it. Fat loss is a byproduct of this lifestyle, and we let it happen slow because we know slow is better. Slow is smooth, and smooth is fast, as they say in the military. Um, and it's kind of got a... It's kind of true here as well. Like, you actually do lose more fat when you go slower, quicker. <laughs> It's, just, it's a head mash in it but it's true um, but I just wanted to remind you guys I hope you have a great day I hope you're feeling pumped it's Thursday coming to the end of week 5 there's still plenty to left in the tank to get done if you are feeling a bit slow this week I urge you as soon as this voice not finishes or right now is to do that one thing you have me doing if you haven't tracked for a few days or you haven't tracked yesterday just track right now get your phone out and just go on the app and track what you just ate or you're about to eat. Just do it right now. Stop messing about. Just do it. Once you do it, it's in. Okay? Put the notifications on your phone to prompt you, to tell you at times you know that you'll be non-busy, that you can just put your food in or, you know, to your morning diary entry. If you have put your food in, but you haven't your diary entry, get that done as well. Just get it done right now. Are you doing it? You all rush into gay phone right now? Are you doing it? Happy days. And then anyone else, just get it done. And then think, what's your one big thing today? Come on, what's your one big thing? There's a bit. There's a correlation between one big things and success in general, 100%. Some people do nothing all week, but you just do one thing. What is that going to be today? Get that done. Write it down. Get it done. Put it in the phone. Put it in the daily diary entry the morning and then evening. Take it off once you've done. But guys, have a good day. Enjoy yourself. I'll see you on the radio. Put a smile on your face. Drink some water. And do that task you've been holding off. And I'll speak to you tomorrow.